Welcome to Linux Link Radio by TimeSys, the podcast for embedded Linux developers. Uh, hi, welcome to this, uh, to this what, every other week's podcast. This is uh, Gene Sally, and I'm here with Maciej Halash. Hello. Uh, we, we, uh, I know we're talking about tools. Uh, you've been suffering through the last couple um, podcasts about the topic, but Maciej was out uh, last week. At, or no, no, this week in, in well, ESC in Boston. Came back yesterday, and um, uh, today we would like to actually talk a bit about, um, uh, well, ESC, Embedded Systems Conference show yeah. in Boston. And um, Now, you were booth babe there. I was. So you were, you were Guilty booth. Guilty as charged. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, you were a booth babe. And so I know you didn't get hit, hit a lot of the educational things. But uh, no, or did you sneak, out, did you sneak away? No, 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 no. No. You had the chance to uh, go to any of the sessions. But, well, they uh, tether you to the booth. I don't know if people are aware of that. Well, but that was the whole goal, right? Yeah, to yeah. Uh, basically meet uh, people, talk about uh, specific technologies, and uh, also take a look at uh, what's going on in the embedded world. And the best opportunity in the United States are embedded systems conference shows. And yeah. uh, there's one in the, on the West Coast and one on the East Coast. Well, I've been to ESC West, I, I don't know how many times, countless times, mm. maybe up to four. I don't know, five or whatever. And, uh, but I've never been to the one in Boston. For, for whatever reason, I just, I just don't get to go there. So, like, wh- where was it? Uh, so the show was at the Heinz Convention Center. And uh, I actually encountered different pronunciations of a uh, name up for that center. So yeah. it's Heinz Center. Just I thought like it's Heinz. A, uh, it's Heinz. Um, so just uh, it, for Pittsburgh, that should sound very familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, Does it uh, end in Z? S. So they misspelled it too. Well, anyways. <laughs> uh, so the show was in the Heinz Center. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been there for the past few years. Yeah. I attended uh, the, the, that conference in Boston, um, I think, three or four years in a row. Yeah. And I got to say that um, the show actually is going in numbers. Um, oh, there wow. are more companies. Um, coming um, and showing their technology. Um, Or maybe it's just that um, the companies change or rotate uh, because I haven't seen some of the other companies that I was expecting to see. Okay. So so you were... Tell me about your booth bathing experience. Oh, right. Yes. I was um, uh, invited to uh, participate um, in the uh, Atmel's booth. Atmel is one of our um, semiconductor partners. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, together we were showing capabilities of uh, um, Linux Link. Okay. On Atmel processors, yeah, uh, or microcontrollers, yeah. should I say? And uh, those were based on ARM nine, mm-hmm. and um, Atmel manufactures very nice reference kits. We had one of the reference um, kits attached to a, a specific board. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. were showing a, a nice little graphics-based demonstration of um, uh, Linux capabilities on Atmel platform. Oh, cool! Um, and the um, the entire demonstration was built. Um, with Linux Link. Yeah, did we get the? Did we drive the display and all that other? Oh yeah, it, it was a very uh, cool demo because um, uh, the board has a touchscreen and uh, a very sharp uh, 320 by uh, 240, I believe, um, LCD display. Uh-huh. And so um, we were able to show various movie trailers, um, photos. Uh, I had actually a few people that stopped by and played some games on it. Oh, so is this the board that the guys had in the office? They had Tetris running on, but they figured out how to get it to run with the with the pen? With the touchscreen, yes. Yeah, I made sure I tested that. I did, I did an endurance test on that for at least four or five hours. I think that there will be a webinar of some sort that where we'll, where we'll talk about how you can use Linux Link to uh, build something similar. Yeah, I'm on the hook to do that. That's, you are? Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, maybe maybe we'll use that too. I'll do an endurance test to make sure it can really play a two-hour movie or something. Mm. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You, you can actually choose your own movie if you like. Well, you got to watch the whole thing because in case it skips or anything like that. I mean, right? You can't skip. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yes, you got to watch. you got to pay attention to that and nothing else. You can't do yeah. email. Yeah. Um, uh, you can eat popcorn, though. 
Probably. snack. You can do that at the same time. Yeah, maybe. well, the, the, the demo comes with the sound, so yeah. um, you can look and Hook up the headphones. Yeah, you can oh, yes. hook up the headphones or you can hook up uh, powered speakers and uh, get a home theater on the board. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you saw, did you, did you see a lot of other Linux activity? Because one of the things mm-hmm. about the ESC show is it's, it's embedded you know, systems conference in general. So you see, you know, there's uh, like, you know, the years I go there, it's, it's fairly hard, fairly hardware oriented. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, is that what it was like this year? Was it fairly hardware? Uh, it was actually. And um, I was walking around the show floor trying to um, see which of the uh, um, Linux vendors are present there. And uh, there were not that many of Linux vendors um, displaying the huh. um products at, at the show uh, i found actually only one company yeah. that had their own booth uh well Thompson didn't have booth either but we yeah. were at partners um booths um uh well there were there were a lot of semi uh companies um a lot of um board manufacturers um and those companies they actually do have linux running on their cards right but okay. they usually do that in-house just to um, it, it's a very limited functionality or something that yeah. um, end user would have uh-huh. um, some difficulty in, in, in using that for the custom projects. But, you know, those packages are designed in such a way that they show in, a, in some way the capabilities of the hardware. Yeah. And, and Linux can, can show that up very nicely. Oh, really cool. That's so, so it is because I, I know the ones in, you see over West Coast, there's a fairly large you know, software presence Um uh, and there's even if and there's an extremely large Linux presence, so that, that's sort of odd that you ran in that situation. Well, so maybe I exaggerate when I say that it was um, dominated by hardware vendors, but uh, there were of course a lot of software vendors. There were there were a lot of uh, companies that um, manufacture certain specific software for uh, let's say middleware applications yeah. where you need certain specifications or standards or certification. That's the uh, requirement for most of those spaces, and, and of course, those companies were there. Yeah. So, were the, was the company there that handed out the monkeys? There's one company. No matter what embedded show you go to, they yeah. hand out the monkeys. No, not this time. The, um, the thing I never get one. I I'll go and ask. It, like, no, we're out. They have a big box behind them. <laughs> you can see like the monkey arms and stuff stick out. Like, no, we're out. And you're asking us a question why? <laughs> So, so I, I've never because, um, yeah. th- but they weren't there. I don't no, know. They, they, they're actually there were a couple of um, uh, like Intel, for example. They yeah. have this uh, theme um, that actually they, they started um, at the West Coast, yeah. but at Systems Conference Show, I think okay. they had like a chopper um, built by the guys that have a program on TV oh, with the scary mustaches and tattoos. Yeah, yeah. S- especially that for looks like my son's football coach, <laughs> the, the one that's not a prison guard. But he's not building the choppers. I bet. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, that that was uh, that was there. Um, yeah. uh, Size wise, of course, um, the the exposition itself is probably half um, footage, square footage than the one in um, San Jose. But yeah. it was pretty densely packed. So yeah. as far as traffic is concerned, there was a lot of people. So the people you talked to, this is, I know it's supposed to be the embedded Linux podcast, not mm. the embedded Linux swag podcast. But so the the the, the people you talked to, did I mean, what kind of feelings did you get about them in terms of their interest in Linux and because uh, I, I, you know, one of the things that you have to deal with as a company is you have to sell people on Linux mm-hmm. at one point. And so, is that is that still a barrier you're running into? Or people talking to me like, well, I don't know about this Linux thing. And that's a that's a very good question because over time in the past, actually, we um, we had we had to face that situation where yeah. um, customer it was a barrier of entry, right? Yeah. You had to explain to customer what Linux is before they even started thinking about it. Yeah. Um, at this show. Um, 
most if not all of the customers that I spoke to, people that visited um, my stand, mm-hmm. they, they knew what Linux is and mm-hmm. they were actually already looking to use Linux in their project mm-hmm. or they were thinking about possibility of using it in a, in a next uh, generation of uh, already existing products. Oh, cool. So it was like on their radar? and Yeah, it was definitely on their ra- radar. Um, and, uh, you know, most of uh, visitors had their own teams, uh, Linux yeah. team, well, not, not necessarily Linux teams, because I spoke to people that um, developed under different OSs, and they were looking um, at Linux as a substitution or next generation of, uh, yeah. for, for the product, um, which... You know, various Linux demos were proving that um, Linux is ready for for those kind of applications. Oh, that's really cool. Because I know that was al- that was always a always a problem. And yes, yes. And well, some of um, people visitors that I spoke to um, are our listeners. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So thank you very much for uh, staying with us and uh, listening to us talking. You mean here. both of them were in Boston? <laughs> So I wonder, because we get, what, like two downloads a week, I think, is, is yeah. what we're up to now? Uh, uh, no, so uh, the numbers are really very good. So they both and, went uh, to Boston. I'm very happy that our uh, group of base of listeners is, is growing from week to week. Doubled. Got four. Doubled, yeah. yeah. So hopefully we're not boring you yet. Yeah, so you know what? The uh, the other thing I wanted to, to sort of pick up is the processors you saw. Like, I know you said the processor companies were out there. Mm-hmm. Did you see like a Linux? You said all of them had sort of Linux running. But you know, when you talked and you looked around, did you find some that were that you know seemed to be more Linux focused than others, or did you, did you find vendors that were you know more Linux focused, mm, or not really? Or did I, they I, sort of stay away from from right. their operating? Are they still try in that sort of mode where they sort of stay away from the OS? Right. I haven't actually looked at um, different vendors from that perspective perspective to yeah. that lens, yeah. but um, I I'm thinking right now that in most cases um, all semis had various different um, operating systems in. Um, in the um, in their booth, yeah. so they were showing of the features of their hardware, uh, running um, different solutions, different operating systems, a- and that goes along with you know um, the demand that they see in the marketplace. Right, there yeah. are certain applications that have certain requirements that um, different OSs suit better than the others. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because I know one of the part. I mean, with our Atmel partnership, one of the things that people really are keying into is that it drives all the devices on that mm-hmm. on that chip, you know, fantastically, and that's why that's why there's a lot of interest. But um, you know, I, I know when first doing these EAC shows, and there's still a lot a lot of guys out there like, well, I can't run on my eight bit microcontroller, mm-hmm. therefore I have no interest in Linux. And, right. Well, and the at the Atmel booth, uh, Atmel has a very wide family of different microcontrollers and, and not only microcontrollers but also different products yeah and, and um, as you can imagine there were there were different demo parts so yeah. um Atman was showing showing uh, the entire family of uh, products ranging from rfids to uh the newest additions to the uh, microcontrollers family um a product called 1891 cap cap yeah um that um has next to the arm core it's got also an fpga Oh wow! Um, so that that looks very promising. Um, there were, of course, um, uh, ARM nine products and, and and then some other tools. Yeah, and G- GPS um, presence there as yeah. well. Were there a lot of the? I know one of the main impressions I get from the show out, out west is that there's a lot of people that are selling the you know mini XT boards or the you know the yes. the, 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 the tiny X eighty six boards. Did you, did you see? Yeah, did a lot of board vendors. A lot um, of those guys out there. And I saw actually a lot of uh, usual. Well, companies that I expected to see at, at this show, but um, 
as with every industry, there are different partnerships that have forged over the past year. Yeah. So there are some new entrants to this to this marketplace, yeah. and, and this is great because uh, those boards get smaller, they got they get cheaper, yeah. and, and more powerful. Yeah, because I know the mini ITX boards are really getting into the. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, have fun with them range. You, know, you can get, yeah. you know, try to cluster them. I mean, really, they're down to, you know, 50 bucks a pop, and they don't consume that much power. You can get a standard power supply exactly. and power up maybe four or five of them off of one. Uh, funny that you just mentioned mm-hmm. power because a lot of uh, visitors have asked me about uh, uh, power management in Linux. Oh, interesting. So we should probably think about um, having a, a dedicated series of or at least one podcast on um, power saving in embedded systems. Yeah, because I know there's, but there's a couple of different angles or approach that from, right? I mean, first, the hardware guys, you know, I don't mean to branch too too much off in the wood here, but I mean, the hardware guys get in there and the first thing they do is they decrease the 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 component count, right? And they decrease the you know amount of solder on the board and then they, de- yeah. and they, they want to push for lower clock cycles so they don't have to keep that going. And, right, and, and different architectures really do consume different uh, amounts of power. Yeah. So um, it, all those pieces come to play when you, when you start thinking about your next um, processor board um, project um that would you know be kind of like a cell phone or a pda or an MP- yeah. mp3 player uh-huh. that, that has a battery with limited power and yeah. you want to conserve that energy as much as you as you can right yeah and then you know even on linux side right so then that's on the hardware side then on the software side it's the same thing you have different sort of constraints and you know and uh, without getting too much in the in the topic but you have a, an entire system where you can put parts of your software to sleep mm. in order to save clock cycles and in order to save power yeah so so um, let's leave that topic for the next uh, next time and uh we will have to make sure that we put that on our on our schedule to yeah, on talk the about um yeah but um right so we we're talking about the power yeah, yeah you said you said a lot of a, a lot of uh one of the focuses that you you saw were people that were interested in right. power conserving devices um and you, you're even seeing that even seeing people that do the single boards that are optimized, that's how they're one of the things that they're doing in order to sell their boards. Yeah, so so as far as different um, processors or, or architectures are concerned, um, I think that I've seen all of them. I've seen ARM, so I've seen uh, PowerPCs, yeah. I've seen, of course, uh, Pentium-class processors, sure. uh, MIPSIS, um, I, I, even, even SHS, right? Yeah. Um, all, of those, all of those architectures were very clearly... Um, present at the show represent and that was a, a little bit of a theme you know it's the the power power yeah. consumption theme yeah. yeah i know when you get into mobile devices not only the batteries they're big they're heavy and they're sometimes they're the most expensive unit mm. in inside of one of those inside of one of those devices so that's not surprising yeah that's really cool yep right so um other than that the show well was I, i'm very tired as you can imagine after two days of talking to people and it's just kind of like a continuous thing but yeah. uh, it was a great experience um just to to talk to people finding out what's um happening in the embedded space and cool. uh, what customers are looking for yeah and i'm looking forward to um next year cool so y- y- well you know what um uh, you don't have to wait till next year right in theory i mean you have to wait next year to go back to boston but i'm hopefully this year we'll get around to going to the one in san jose yeah there's uh, there's one in san jose in uh, in the spring i believe yeah. uh it's kind of like april time frame yeah yes but uh then there are other shows in between so um i'm sure that we'll go to a few of those as well yeah well you know the one in the, i know the one in san jose used to be in san francisco mm-hmm. and i liked it much better in san because the restaurants were much better it was the first <laughs> thing right no seriously there are a lot great there are some great indian places to eat um and uh, there so i mean i sort of miss it it's out in san jose which isn't quite as uh uh 
I think quite as good stomach-wise. Uh, with San Jose, I always have problem with getting the room at the hotel because they're yeah. all sold out. But yeah. my I sign up. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what the yeah. So yeah, and the, yeah, the other thing too is that one of the things I do I love about San Francisco is you get to walk around and it's it's a nice walk because you get you can stay in, right in, in downtown and you have a nice walk back and forth in the morning and the evening. Well, uh, back, too late. So. It's in San Jose, so. Uh, don't think we'll be able to change that. Yep. But, okay. Uh, nice segue. Uh, so uh, sorry for bothering you uh, probably a bit with uh, this week's podcast. Um, it, it's kind of like off of our usual um, scheduled um, series of topics. Yeah. Uh, we'll continue on, on a topic of um, tools probably or we'll jump directly to power management next uh, no, 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 no. I, I, had, I, mean, I know I got preemptive of this, but I do have a couple of things in this in my book uh, to talk about for tools at least i have two or three podcasts i want to nail down for tools yet so okay so like uh, it or not that's what we're doing so you heard that okay two or three podcasts on tools (laughs) but uh if you have any questions uh please contact us uh feel free to send us an email at um, podcast at timesys.com um thank you very much for for all the feedback you've provided um us with so far yeah it's been very helpful yeah we get uh, a lot of feedback and i really appreciate it there's one there's one we got back from someone we talked about or and it's too difficult to go into they talk about some of the real time Mm -hmm. things we discussed and that you know that was a really nifty one um and uh but yeah but we get feedback of all sorts just love to hear it again it's podcast at timesys.com feel free to drop drop us a line anytime great thanks a lot see you again This podcast was brought to you by Timesys. Are you new to embedded Linux or looking for a way to simplify your next project? The Linux Link service by Timesys makes it easy to build your custom embedded Linux platform. Go to timesys.com or call 866-392-4897 to learn more.